message, a really crucial message for all of those of you whose life is not perfect. <laughs> this may, may apply to one or two of you. We're going to talk about finding gain for your pain. And, you know, Jesus said, in this world, you will have tribulation. Tribulation's not a namby-pamby sort of pain. It is a significant pain. And, you know, if, if we're going to go through painful things, you know, none of us would be like, here's the happy choice, here's the easy choice, here's the pain-free choice, and here's the painful choice. And we wouldn't be, check, at the bottom. No, most likely we would, you know, we would choose the happy, pain-free choice, except for that's not always what's present. And so if we're going to suffer, there's so many discussions since time immemorial about the problem of human suffering. And with all our advances, with all our technology, with all our medical advances, with all our socioeconomic advances, and there have been many, and hallelujah, we still suffer. Dang it. And so if we're going to suffer, uh, let's talk about how to get the gain for your pain, the upgrade with it. And there really is a, uh, a way to go through your suffering. And that makes the suffering more bearable, put it that way, and helps you get over on the other side and not be stuck. And so many of us uh, struggle in our places of pain, just getting stuck. And that is not what God has for you. You know, he's, he's called us to go through the valley of the shadow of death, not just camp out and try to, you know, spruce it up, but really go through. And we're going to talk about that. Which brings me to uh, one of my favorite scriptures. I've got a lot of scriptures today. I'm not sure which ones I'm going to use because I'm not going to throw all of them at you because there's a lot because uh, I kind of had fun <laughs> researching this. Let's go to Isaiah 41.10. This is in the Passion Translation. It says, Do not yield to fear for I am always near. I didn't even think that that rhymed, but yeah, it does rhyme. Yay! Yay, translator. Do not yield to fear, for I am always near. And, you know, you can do that because he is near. He is Emmanuel. He's actually one with you. He couldn't be any nearer if he tried, quote unquote. And so the issue is in our minds uh, where he feels distant, we need that ministry so we're able to like, yes, now wait a second. God is right here. Jesus, show me your hereness. Never turn your gaze from me. And this is when life gets scary is when we turn our gaze from him. You know, Peter and the wind and the waves, right? That's when the, the dude went down, right? <laughs> okay. Well, I mean, I, I, I like, I high five Peter. I'm like, yeah, you, you went out of the boat. You know, it's very easy to get overwhelmed by the wind and the waves and overwhelmed by our emotions, overwhelmed by physical pain. God knows the weakness of our frame, but we can gaze 
at him. I've got some very close friends who are going through hell on wheels right now. And, you know, so many of the people I minister to, man, people go through stuff and they're good people and bad things are happening to them, right? That are not God's will. By the way, never turn your gaze from me. This is the key, not turning our gaze from Jesus. He's the one that sees you through. For I am your faithful God. He's not just God, garden variety, big dude in the sky. He is so faithful. And I, I, one thing I would encourage you in your pain, in your tribulation, remind yourself, where has God come through? Thought I was going down, thought I was going down. Sure, I was going down. Would have placed money on me going down, right? No way of, of seeing anything, but I'm going down. But, and you know, you're still here. What happened? And, and a lot of times, I, I don't know about you, but it's like, I have no clue how I, how I got through that. And that is a God who is faithful, who is faithful. I will infuse you. Oh, here we go, baby. I will infuse you with my strength and help you in every situation. Okay. He is faithful and he will infuse you with his strength and help you in every situation. He's the capital H helper who's one with you, who loves his job. He loves to help. Okay. That's why he came. I didn't come to be served. I came to serve and we need good service, (laughs) right? We do because, you know, we're having a very human experience in our trials and in our pain. And so we need help. We need help to trust. And, you know, I minister to a whole lot of people have been walking with the Lord longer than I have and have incredible revelation. And you know what? They still need to be reminded. Why? Because we have a, you know, when you're being pummeled, it's really hard to see. When your emotions are are turned upside down, it's really hard to see and feel when your body's in pain and you just got this horrendous report. Wow. It's really hard to see and feel. When, you know, whatever's that, when you just get the bad reports, like, oh man, like you're, and you feel flattened. It's really hard to see and feel, but you can turn your gaze. You know, you can always turn your gaze. This is a place where you can get rebellious against the garbage that's coming against you. It's like, okay, I'm looking at Jesus. (laughs) You know, the enemy or the trials or whatever you want to call it can't stop you from looking to Jesus, from turning your gaze. And then when you get distracted by the wind, you're wind and waves, you turn your gaze again. For I am your faithful God. He is faithful. He is faithful. I love it. In I believe it's first, first Timothy. As I said, I had a lot of scriptures here. I just want to get the right scripture for you. So just love me anyway, as I search. <laughs> okay. Second Timothy. See, it's a good thing I looked. Second Timothy 2.13. If we are faithless, he remains faithful true to his word, his righteous character, for he cannot deny himself. That's from the Amplified Bible. So if we're faithless, he's faithful. If if we're faithful, he's faithful. And the only reason we're faithful is because he's faithful. But regardless of how we're doing in the faithful department, he is always faithful. What's at stake is that he cannot deny himself. This is who I am. So I'm love. I'm faithful right? That's part of the fruit of the spirit, which is love. We're going to talk about that. And 
in that he is faithful, he will see you through. I will infuse my strength. Are you feeling weak? Well, just get a strength infusion. Jesus, infuse me. I'm looking to you. I don't see any way past it. Infuse me with your strength. And help me in help, help the godly, godly prayer. I will hold you firmly with my victorious right hand. Now, isn't it good to know that he's holding you? And it's not, you know, when you don't have any strength, you kind of let go, right? But he is holding you, not just holding you, but with his victorious right hand. It's the hand of power. It's the hand of might. That's the hand he's holding you with. So if you can hold him back, great. But if you can't, he's holding you. Keep gazing. Let's go to Isaiah 58, 11. Yahweh will always guide you. I'm reading from the Passion Translation. Where to go and what to do. He will fill you with refreshment, even when you are in a dry, difficult place. He will continue. Oh my goodness. Thank you, Jesus. Continually ongoing source. Okay. Restore strength to you. So you will flourish like a well-watered garden and like an ever flowing, trustworthy spring of blessing. Yay. So let me read that again because someone needs it. I just know you do. Yahweh will always guide you where to go and what to do. He will fill you with refreshment. Even when you are in a dry, difficult place, he will continually restore strength to you. So you will flourish like a well-watered garden and like an ever-flowing, trustworthy, I love that, spring of blessing. See, you can trust God. You know why? Because he's love and love never fails. He is faithful. You can put all your weight on him. And you know, when we don't have strength to carry our own weight, well, then he has strength to carry us. And let's be very clear. He's always carrying us. And so we can rest in that truth and let God minister that truth. I'm going to skip down. I have so many fabulous scriptures here. Let me just do this one for you. First uh, Corinthians 1 9. I'm reading this from the Amplified. It says, God is faithful. He is reliable, trustworthy, and ever true to his promise. He can be dependent on and through him, you were called into fellowship with his son, Jesus Christ, our Lord. He's faithful. You can depend upon him. And I, and, and, and it, when there's been places where it feels like, well, what happened to the promise? And, and I believe the promise and it went sideways. Well, let God minister to you because, because him failing you is not his nature. Okay. But sometimes it feels that way. And if, and if it feels that way, don't stuff it because you're a good little Christian and go on and pretend like you it doesn't feel that way. No, bring it up and engage with him. He is relational and you relate to him in your emotional heart. And if that heart feels like God let you down, we'll let him minister to you. You may need to forgive a sinless God. You know, I've talked about this a lot. Let's go to, goodness, let's go to 1 Corinthians 10, 13. No temptation, regardless of its source, has overtaken or enticed you that is not common to human experience, nor is any temptation unusual 
or beyond human resistance. But God is faithful to his word. He is compassionate, trustworthy. He will not let you be tempted beyond your ability to resist. Keep in mind, in union with him, you're doing nothing apart from him, remember? But along with the temptation, he has in the past and is now and will always provide the way out so that you will be able to endure it without yielding and will overcome, I love this, get this, temptation with joy. You get to overcome with joy. You get to come out the other side victorious and with joy because he has strengthened you. So not in your own strength. This is not in your own strength. If you're trying to do it on your own, just drop that mess right now. Not in your own strength. It's God who is all the while effectually like he works. He's effective at work in you, energizing and creating you the power and desire to will and to work for his good pleasure, satisfaction, delight. Philippians 2.13. I can't believe I added a scripture in there because I've got so many, but it's true. Okay, so do this with him. This is why it's not, let me, let me help you. Let me just help you. God is not a jerk or an evil trickster where he's like, okay, so here are all these evil things. What can filter through my fingers so that, okay, they'll just be able to survive? Let me ask you, would you do this to your kids? Okay, here's this horrible thing. You know, they'll be able to survive if I let this happen to them. So I want you to just understand God is love. And so those, those temptations and trials are not like, he's not like, oh, this one can go through. No, they won't be able to last that one. He's not, that's not how it's going. These, these horrible things that are happening to you are not from God and he's not filtering them. But what he is doing is being with you in the trial, in the storm, in the wind and waves. So either you can rest in the boat or if you're walking on the, the waters or whatever, um, you can look at him and be safe. So he's the one with you, taking you from strength to strength. Let me see if I can find the scripture that, oh my gosh, I love this so much. He's the one with you. So he's not like picking which trials he'll let through. Okay, that is such a, you wouldn't do that to your kids and you love them less perfectly than he loves you and them. So that's not your God doing that, but he will be with you in it and he will bring you out the other side. We're talking about how to get to the other side upgraded. Let's go to Psalm 84. Oh my gosh, I love this so much. Five through seven, Passion Translation. How enriched are they who find their strength in the Lord? Within their hearts are the highways of holiness. Isn't that fascinating? A highway of holiness. Another word for holy is wholeness. In them are the highways of wholeness. He's got a way to help to get you whole, to make you whole. And remember, you're perfect in who you are. We're working it from the inside out, but it's got to through, go through all your experiences, your mindsets, your crappy belief systems and mind too. Okay. I'm not saying pointing fingers. <laughs> it's just the human condition, right? <clears throat> but that's within you. And you can find strength in God, strength that you just didn't even know was there. Even when the, when the paths wind through the dark valley of tears. Let me say this. If you are in a dark valley of tears, if you are in the valley of death, okay, you know, this is not a namby pamby, you know, bad hair moment. This is a flattening 
devastating. My heart is broken. I'm shattered. I'm disillusioned. I'm so weak. I can't believe myself out of a paper bag time. It is dark and it is real in our experience, in our human experience. My God, my God, why have you forsaken me? That's a human experience, right? I know Jesus said it on the cross. That was because he was entering our human experience, not that the Trinity split on the cross. That's a whole nother discussion, but he knows what it's like to feel abandoned. Even when their paths wind through the dark valley of tears, and you can cry in faith, by the way, you can cry while you're having faith. A lot of believers have this scary experience that if they allow their emotions to surface, they are not standing in faith or whatever. And then they're afraid their miracle won't happen. So they just stuff it. And God can minister to your emotions while you're standing in faith. I mean, gee whiz, David, I mean, you know, where have you gone? Do not take your spirit from me, yada, yada, yada. Okay. But I will, you know, glory in my Lord. I will praise the one who loved me, all that kind of stuff. Right. So in other words, let him minister to your emotions. You're a human being. Don't split yourself off from yourself because you're standing in faith. I'm not saying let your emotions run everything, but understand you can have emotions and even, you know, struggle without an unbelief while you're standing in faith and let him minister to those. If you don't allow them to come up, you can't encounter God with them and you're limping. Okay. Let him minister to your emotions. Let him minister to your unbelief. Let him minister to your despair, even while you're standing in faith. That is totally. And, and then you get to receive more faith because guess whose faith it was to begin with? Yeah, it's him. He started it. He gets to finish it. He's the source. So don't fall for this, um, this splitting off from your own heart because your heart will undermine you, not intentionally, but because that's where you really live. So I just thought I'd minister that because I, I, I used to believe like I, I just have to confess and I, I can't afford to feel anything. Well, no, I feel and I confess and I do all this stuff. And let God be in the midst of all of it, making it what it should be and healing my heart so that I actually can believe and joy can come and strength can come from the inside out. Even when their paths wind through the dark valley of tears, they dig deep to find a pleasant pool where others find only pain. Because deep inside you and your union with Christ, there's just, honestly, there's ecstasy, joy, unspeakable, full of glory. That is all inside you, full of glory. All this glory is inside you. He gives them a brook of blessing filled from the rain of an outpouring. Okay. A brook of blessing. This is an ongoing blessing after blessing after blessing filled with rain of an outpouring. He's outpour- he outpoured himself. We're not waiting for a move of God. We're connecting with the move that's already happening because he finished it, but he never stops moving to minister to his kids where we don't know it. Okay, get this. Verse seven, they grow stronger and stronger with every step forward and the God of all gods will appear before them in Zion. So as you're, as you're looking unto Jesus, as you're gazing, as you're turning your gaze for him, he will appear to you. I'm not talking about a spooky, ooky thing. I'm not talking about uh, from the outside, but he will 
appear to you in your experience. And there may be like an outside thing, but it's really inside because he's inside, he's outside, he's everywhere, even in hell. So, at, and you grow stronger and stronger. Here is your upgrade. As you're gazing at him and digging like, okay, my answer's inside of me. It's not me apart from him because I have no source apart from him. He's the God of all gods. But as my source, I've got limitless resources and strength and joy and blessing continuously. And it's that that strengthens me so that no weapon formed against me shall prosper. Right. And every tongue that rises against me in judgment shall be shown to be in the wrong. So this is yours. This is how you upgrade from glory to glory. You look inside you, you gaze at his face, you turn your affection towards him. In your pain, maybe through tear-filled eyes, you let him minister to hurt, alienation, anger, whatever that is. In your physical pain, in your emotional pain, uh, in your lack, in your how could this have happened to my kids? All the stuff that we experience as human beings. So let's go to uh, Proverbs 3, 5 through 6. We know this one, but it pays, you know, these are to minister to you. It's not to, well, I've heard that. Yeah, I know that. Well, like prideful, we don't need to be that way. We let it minister to us all over again because we need it. Passion Translation, trust in the Lord completely. I like the wording of this, you know, where you said, do not lean on your own understanding, which is good. Okay. But I, I like the way it was worded here. And do not rely on your own opinions. <laughs> I love that. So my opinion is that since you didn't show up here, apparently, and, you know, I prayed and this person died. And because my experience of this, because I've never seen you here, because, you know, everybody and my dog, you know, suffers from such and so, because my child got hurt and I prayed for protection and it seemed like you weren't there and all these different experiential pains and ills. And so I form an opinion. Um, <laughs> if it's not God's opinion, it's just wrong. <laughs> uh, you know, uh, Andrew Womack likes to say opinions are like noses. Everybody has one and they're usually full of holes. I'm <laughs> like, that is so good. <laughs> it's true. Do not lie on your own opinion. So it's not like you don't have an opinion. Of course you have an experience. Of course you had, well, it is, you know, whatever, but you hold it loosely. Why? Because it's subject to change. Why? Because God is always about uh, leading us and guiding us into all truth. And so we probably just don't have the walk on truth. Probably not. With all your heart, rely on him and he will guide you. Now, this is where the rubber meets the road because this is all your heart. So there's places in your heart which have are really not having a problem with God. And then there's places in your heart that are crushed and broken and hurt and are having a problem. Maybe not with God, maybe with God. I mean, I don't know how it is. Maybe with other people, maybe with, you know, the experience, maybe with fate or whatever, you know, they're just having a problem. <laughs> okay. So this is where he gets to minister to you. God, help me rely on you with all my heart. Not just with my confession, not just because I'm working my faith. Oh my God, if you have to work that, I'm, I'm just saying, rely on God's work 
and partner with his work and roll up your sleeves as he's saying, as he's feeling grace with it. But if, if you've got to work it up and cough it up and snort it up and whatever, confess it up, or just like let it go because you are striving and that will not yield fruit. It will, well, let me put it this way. It will not yield fruit that you want. It will yield the fruit of exhaustion and disillusionment. So be led. So what am I supposed to, where, wherever you're being led with what God is showing you how to partner with him will bear fruit. Our bright ideas, our formulas, our, we did it this way last time, so this should work again. Well, you might want to run it through God. He might know. So uh, <laughs> we're so silly, aren't we? We are silly. And please don't feel uh, criticized, but, but called upward. I'm not trying to be sarcastic at your expense. I'm trying to show you kind of how silly we think sometimes. And this is all of us. It's a level playing ground. So do not rely on your own opinions. With all your heart, rely on him to guide you. And he will lead you in every decision you make. And sometimes it's subtle. But if your heart is turned towards the Lord, trust that he's leading you. Why? He's faithful when you're faithless. Uh, when you don't have a goosebump or a, you know, whatever, he's still leading you. He can't help himself. <laughs> it's his, it's who he is. Become intimate with him in whatever you do, and he will lead you wherever you go. See, this is about an intimacy issue. And one of the places uh, where we learn intimacy is to encounter God in our places of pain. You know, when you're vulnerable and you meet someone in your pace, place of pain, pain, I'm just talking about in the natural, they could be kind of a, like a massive jerk in the world or whatever, but because they've encountered you in your place of pain and they minister to you, you're, you think they're amazing. Now, okay, so God's not a jerk. <laughs> I'm just saying this is very human when some of us helps because we see this incredible, like you're trustworthy. And oh my God, you know, this really comes down to God is trustworthy. And in all our pain and in all our brokenness and in all our fears and all our projections of crap on him and all of our accusations toward him or accusations toward ourselves or other people, all of that, he is trustworthy. I wanted to do one more. Okay. This is really interesting. I, I studied this in this context and it's really, it sheds a beautiful light here. Let's go to Galatians 5, 23. This is kind of where it talks about the fruit of the spirit, but I, I don't, don't act like I know you know these. Okay. So, but just let this minister to you because this is, I, I, it ministered to me. Okay. Uh, this is in the Passion Translation, but the fruit produced by the Holy Spirit within you is divine love in all its varied expressions. Okay. So God is love. This is why he never fails, why you can count on him. Now listen to this, uh, uh, this as we continue. Joy that overflows, birthright baby, peace that subdues patience. <laughs> yeah, baby, we need that, right? That endures. Let me just do this over again. Joy that overflows, peace that subdues, patience that endures, kindness in action. A life full of virtue, other translations, this is where they talk about self-control, 
faith that prevails, gentleness of heart and strength of spirit. It says, never set the law above these qualities for they are meant to be limitless. What I wanted to bring out is that all the fruit of God's spirit is the fruit of love. Well, you know what? This kind of makes sense. God is love. So <laughs> though the fruit of his spirit is the fruit of love, but we, we don't always think about that. And so they're varied expressions, joy, peace, patience, kindness, virtue, faith, gentleness, strength, self-control, um, of all these things. There is no law. Why? Because it's the fruit of love. So it never fails. There's nothing greater. Now, faith, hope, and love remain. And the greatest of these is love. So you've got faith. You've got hope remaining. Love has been shed abroad in your heart for something better. You will get through whatever's coming against you. You will get through it. And you will come up upgraded and believe God for that. Help God help you believe for that. Because love never fails. I hope this has been a blessing for you today. If you would subscribe to the podcast, that's great. Write a review if if this ministers to you. Or I mean, if it doesn't, you're welcome to write a review anyway. Just be honest and share it with someone. People need this so much. It is always my honor to share with you. I love you. Have an amazing day. Thanks for joining us on this episode of Perspectives with Catherine Toon. For additional information and resources, please visit katherinetoon.com.